Hey everybody, this is Fuse Marriages. I am Tristan and this is Michael. Yes, indeed. And we are excited to tell you about our next show. Come on now. So we're going to talk about why, or really, let me phrase that, how quiet people ruin relationships. Mm. Okay. It happens. And we thinking, you know, if you quiet this, that, and the other, that you may not be ruining your relationship, but you very well could be. Okay. So the quiet person is going to be the expert. So Mr. Michael is going to be really sharing some of that insight and a little insight insight for us because we have there are some relationships where it's a quiet person with another quiet person or a quiet person with a talker. And there are two talkers. It's important to to know this about quiet people because you might have a kid that's quiet, a partner that's quiet, you know, a parent that's quiet. It's going to give us a little bit of insight on how we can better relate and understand one another. So check us out. Yes, indeed. This next show is for you. Tell your friends and family because we're going to jump into it. All the way. All right. Fuse marriages. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it. Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse Transparent Conversations from Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss topics that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out. And as always, check us out on social media at Fuse Marriages or email us info at fusemarriages.com. Hey. New day. New, new situation. Always. Always. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, things happen. You got to adjust. Roll with the punches. Could be work. Could be kids. Could be family. Could be, hey. Roll with it. There's always something going on. Always something yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope everybody's doing okay out there as well. Yes, thank you for joining us. Yeah, summertime, you know what I mean? So it's a little di- different transition. Yeah, just a little bit. Lots, lots yeah. going on. You know, families making the adjustment for vacations or kids at home. You know, even though some of us had kids at home during COVID. So it's it's kind of get them crumb snatches at the house what they're trying to do well yeah well it's the first time we can kind of like move around a little bit feel a little safer um but it does kind of you're we're learning a new normal too with yeah um, now this transition it was a new normal with kids being at home trying to figure out the whole mask thing now it's like okay how quickly do we move out how you know what where where do we feel comfortable going how comfortable do we feel hanging out with friends or peers or stuff so it's it's something. It is. It is something. It is something. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let's so jump in. Let's jump, jump in, in, in to our topic for today. I was thinking about a song before we jump into it. And you were talking about up and downs. Like, is a, a song by Latoya Luckett, uh-huh. uh, Love's Roller Coaster. Uh-huh. Y'all check that out. Google it. It's probably not a real popular song from the standpoint of like, oh, it wasn't like no top 10 hit. But it's I, a good song. I feel like there's another roller coaster song like. Oh Green, yeah, Vivian Green. Vivian Green yeah, yeah. She got one. She got so, one. Yeah, roller coaster. That's not Vivian. Green. No, that was that's, 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 that's not Vivian. that's not Vivian Green. But that's what just popped up in my yeah. head when I was that's, thinking that's older. That. Yeah, that's definitely not Vivian Green. <laughs> but our topic for today: How quiet people ruin relationships. Man, it happens, right? Mm. People think that you know, if they quiet. Or, you know what I mean? They kind of like, hey, you know what? Go along and get along. Like, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And it may be in some cases, it could be. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a relationship, that may not necessarily be something you want to just hang your hat on. And in all actuality, you could be killing your relationship and don't even know it. Mm. 
Quiet Killers. Quiet Killers. Okay. Okay. So we're going to jump into this. As always, we invite you to um, communicate with us, converse with us. We want to know your thoughts um, and, and how you kind of working through um, our conversation, what you're thinking about, if you've dealt with this before. So hit us up social media or info at fusedmarriages.com. Okay. First way a quiet person yeah. can kill a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So the the first way, I mean, I think it's obvious. Well, I hope it's obvious, right? Mm-hmm. It's like issues just go on way too long. Mm-hmm. They quiet. You giving them all kind of feedback. Hopefully, ain't you ain't yelling about nothing like that. You know, this that and the other. But they just sitting there like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Even that's kind of like, oh, I mean, hold on, you ain't got nothing to say. Mm. So I'm gonna let you talk from because you're mm. you're in our relationship. I am not the quiet one. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna let you speak from that because quiet people might be listening and be like, hold on, how are you gonna tell me I'm ruining my relationship? Everything's just fine or whatever. However, yeah. however, so you speak from that. So issues go on too long. Like, what yeah. is that? Why? Why do they go on long? Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the fact that you know you don't give the feedback or you thinking, okay, you know what? I got this. You know, this quiet control of my tongue or my emotions doesn't give your spouse opportunity to kind of know where you at. Right. Or kind Is of it passive aggressive though. It can be. Didn't done that before. It can be, but it doesn't have to mean necessarily be that. Mm-hmm. It's just that now you saying, why are they quiet? No, versus I'm saying them like, being quiet. Cause I, I, I wonder as the non, mm-hmm. you know, as the vocal one, if sometimes quiet people, well, it's, it's kind mm-hmm. of a general, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, you generalize it real, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I wonder if it's them being passive aggressive, and I'm not talking about in terms of personality, like mm-hmm. people that you know go in a place like you, you're very observant. So we'll go somewhere and you'll, you know, scan the room, sit back, observe people's behaviors and interactions before you kind of interact with them. So I'm not talking about people that, you know, they tend to not be the the talker in the group or in the room. I'm talking about in the context of an interpersonal relationship and they are unwilling to kind of um, connect in that way. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but it makes sense to a quiet person. Okay, what you're tell saying? Me how a quiet person thinks because you're you for real. You're you're a quiet dude, um, at least according to what most people think. I try to tell people that you talk and talk, but they don't believe me. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, from a quiet person standpoint, it's like, you know what? We really we just don't we don't have a lot to say, and when we do say something, we just you know we kind of our words are measured. Mm-hmm. We're not just spilling out. You know what I mean? Just what we're thinking. Our thoughts are really just you know guarded. Cause it's how we are, just naturally how we are. We don't necessarily go into a room and like and say, "Hey, it's me. I'm here." Does he know what you want to start a conversation? We don't do that. Sure, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. But then that carries over into other relationships, and you're talking about now marriage or, or somebody's in a committed relationship, and then they continue to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And they don't. They think like, okay, you know what? It, they look at it as a positive. They or we look at it as a positive. If you're a quiet person and you don't talk a lot. You're saying, okay, well, I can't mess up a lot either. So you don't necessarily look at it as a negative. Now, can it be used as a weapon, passive aggressive? Yeah. But ideally, if you're really a truly a quiet person, you're just really a quiet person. Mm-hmm. I had a grandfather, you know what, and a great grandfather um, and a great grandmother. My great grandmother just was Adam. Johnny, Johnny, can you go do this, Johnny? I can't believe this is a Johnny. I don't want to say this is a Johnny. Here's his, here's his. 
He didn't. He didn't. Never. We. I'd never seen him respond to her. He said, "Buster, great." I'd never seen him respond. Only response he gave, gave was that I saw him get up and go do whatever she wanted. He never responded. Hmm. He never said, "Okay, you know what? Hold on. You know what? Let me check. Okay, well, hold on. Say that again. N- like nothing." I don't know if I would consider that healthy. And I'm he quiet. Quiet person. No, it wasn't. He wasn't to me. I didn't look at it as passive aggressive or anything like that. He literally just like he never got the tools of saying, "Okay, you know what? I can't just be quiet." You know what I mean? But issues go on. In this case, talking about number one, issues go on way too long. Yeah. So what's the solution for that? Um, for the you know the person that might be listening and say, "You know what? I'm just this is just kind of how I am. I'm a quiet individual. I don't really talk a lot." Um, what is the solution for? an issue that might be just continuing to to just be in the midst. Nobody's really, well, maybe one partner is addressing it and the other is just kind of like, ah. Because, I mean, I think the mentality has to change, right? From For the quiet person, mm-hmm. it's not an issue if we ain't talking about it. And then I'm not talking, so it ain't no issue. Mm, that's and interesting. That's, that's just the mentality of a quiet person. Like, okay, if I, if I do decide to talk about something, there's definitely an issue. If I don't decide to talk about it, it's probably not an issue. It's really it's not, not. really that relevant. It's really not. It's, it, I mean, it's kind of important, but it's like, okay, I'm quiet. You know, do I really want to engage into this issue? Mm-hmm. Get my energy to, because like it takes a lot of energy for a quiet person to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Like they get, you know, they, they, we're drained after having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. Not to be a bad conversation. Good or bad. We are literally drained. Yeah. So we go and see, we can even say something, you know, hey, this is how my day was. It was good. It's like That's like draining to tell, even say something good. Good grief. Yeah. I mean, it's just how we made, you know what I mean? So. Okay. Quiet folks know what I'm talking about. And if you're married to a dating a quiet person, you yeah. kind of understand that the dynamics about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's just an interesting way to look at life when it's not your perspective to try to like, okay. So if there's a problem, the quiet person doesn't really think it's a problem like they might internalize or it might take them a while to come back to it after they've decided, okay, I probably should address this. So man, people, mm, I want to hear. So, so is a quiet person and an introvert synonymous? I think they can be. I think, I think they are very close to related, right? Typically if you're quiet, you do, you're, you're introverted. You're kind of like, you know, you're internalizing a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, People get sometimes mixed up with being shy, being introverted, being quiet. They're not. They're, they're not nowhere near the same. Yeah. People think, oh, he's just shy. She's just shy. Not just quiet. Just, just really, just to themselves. They don't have nothing to say. They have nothing to say. Actually, they do have something to say. Oh. Okay. Just not to you. Oh. So it's not about you know what I mean. So you know, yeah. quiet people probably have the most thoughts about things than anybody. Yeah. Than anybody. That we we look at the extroverts, people that are talking like you know they don't know what they're talking about. We don't say it, but we say it in our head. And then instead of us actually adding to the conversation, which we're like, well, shame on them. Yeah, I've actually, um, <laughs> I've, I either read or heard some time ago that quiet people have the most satisfying relationships. Mm. And the reason was because if they are in relationship and they connect, it's on purpose. It's yeah, not it's just purpose. like yeah, yeah. haphazard where extroverts. Um, might just be like, oh, okay, nice to meet you, and right. you and you and you right. introverts are quiet people. So I don't, I don't want to 
you know, use them synonymously if they're not, if they shouldn't be. But people that are quiet, they tend to be more invested in the relationship yeah. because it's it's intentional. It's very intentional. That, 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 that's probably a very true statement. If you are in relationship with a quiet person, they have thought about this 18 times over in the same day. So that can be a good thing. So even yeah. though y'all might not talk as much, according to the, the more talkative yeah. person, it can be they've decided, hey, I really I enjoy the company of this person. Mm-hmm. And I want to connect with them. So another one, you don't know how they really feel. Yeah. So I guess we talk about how quiet people can kill a relationship or, you know, basically ruining a relationship. It's like the issue with being quiet is like you never really quite know what they really are thinking. Mm-hmm. You're like, are they telling me everything? Yeah. Or they telling me just part. And you don't, you know, as a person that's like not quiet, you're like, you, you got you to figure it out. So how how does a person that isn't quiet connect so that they is it a trust thing like mm-hmm. okay you said mm-hmm. is it trust mm-hmm. like from that from the the less talkative of the two what is it that makes them not feel comfortable sharing how they feel and then part two of that question is how can their partner really get them to share more a lot has to do with trust okay a lot because a quiet person because how we measure our words. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't want to just spew off and like, okay, you know what? I really don't think that. I don't believe that. We don't want to have to do that. Hmm. Quiet person wants to be saying, you know what? When I do say something, no, this is where it's at. It's like an absolute. It's like an absolute. And like if I'm not 100% sure, you know, hey, you want to go on vacation to, you know, Florida? You might not get a response for a couple weeks because like, hold on. We just just see the yes or no or maybe like. Weeks. Yeah. I'm just saying it may be like Either yes, nor maybe. Yeah, like, oh no. Versus. Yeah. It's like, I mean, but like sometimes we have to, as a as somebody that's quiet, like we want to, we, we want to be so certain about our words mm-hmm. that we end up delaying a response, a timely response. Mm. You know what I mean? I so see that. Okay. 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 That's good. So, but you didn't tell me. So how can we yeah. help our quiet spouse yeah. or friend or child or, or whomever how can we help them feel more confident and comfortable engaging i think i think you have to like and it's kind of crazy you gotta say you know it's okay to change your mind you know what what you're thinking right now this but like you want to come back and change your mind on what you how you feel about it because you know you can tell me tomorrow if it's something different it's okay to change your mind yeah because and what does we that don't, affirmation do for the quiet person because we don't want to change our mind we want to because the, the fact we are we think we give such high value to words that we want to say them once. That's it. No, you, okay. I'm, you, you're trying to. I'm breaking I'm this down. I'm helping quiet, somebody. I got to yeah, be. Yeah, no, no, you're helping. You're helping. Be. You're helping because I'm thinking of all the quiet people that I that I know, and I'm thinking about how deliberately they speak. Yeah. At any age, really. At any, like, at any, like, any age, okay, kids. Yeah, don't like, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are some 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 of our listeners have children that are just yeah. they're just kind of more quiet and. You know, when they talk, they talk, but if they're not, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing like, wrong, hey, yeah. You all right? I'm good. Yeah, people ask me all the time, everything okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Well, you're not talking okay? I mean, okay, I didn't know talking was, you know, a sign of being good or not. I didn't know that. Well, to some, I mean, we're all just learning. Yeah. Because to other quiet people, they'd be like, yeah, it, I get that all the time. That, there's nothing wrong. I hate yeah. when people ask me if something's wrong. I'm just chilling. We'll tell a quick story before we go to the break. Remember, we were at uh, at, a, at an event, right? We went to like a, a technical kind of oh, yeah. uh, gathering, whatever, yeah. you know, with a whole bunch of just technical people, whatever. 
that we sat there and like you Mike know, Mike's a technical person. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm I'm a little techie, whatever. So it's like you know, a little you know, just people speaking, <laughs> getting on stage, and the others, you know, maybe ten people to a table, whatever. And uh, and Tristan was like, "This is kind of weird." I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "Nobody's talking to each other at the table." Yeah, we're like, I'm like, "Okay, what's wrong with that?" She's like, "It just feels." Feels funny. It did feel funny because there were like there's long tables with all these people and nobody was people. Were, you were sitting right across from Literally, people, and that's true. you would not. They would just look at each other and look away. Yeah, we may smile. Yeah, pleasantries. I mean, I mean not like they weren't rude yeah. to each other, but like they just kind of like mm, okay. There's there's a, ten other people at this table. It's more yeah. like observing the surroundings. They yeah. were introducing themselves. And then there I am, like, oh hi, I'm Tristan. And Michael's like, yeah, they know you're not one of us. <laughs> you're not one of yeah, us. Yeah, you're not a techie. <laughs> so yeah, quiet people. Yeah. So we are gonna jump into our break, and then we're gonna come back because we want to figure out some more kind of helpful hints from our quiet guru over here on how quiet people <laughs> the guru. ruin relationships. But you're not ruining relationships. You're helping. Relationships. Yeah, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. All right. Hey, y'all, we just wanted to take a quick break and thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. Um, so if you haven't yet, make sure that you subscribe, follow us on all social media. And oh, we have this thing that we want you to check out, FusedRadio.com. There are other broadcasters that you will hear from. You're really going to love it. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all are so wonderful. Um, and we look forward to connecting with you more in the future. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Fused Marriages. Today's topic is how quiet people ruin relationships. So yes, indeed. Michael Happens. is sharing um, a little bit of a world that I that is I don't understand as well. I really only understand it because my husband is more quiet. Y'all might not know that because of how he is on the show, but in person he's just really calm quiet, chill dude. So yeah. we are learning some things about quiet people, especially those of us that have a quiet spouse or a partner or friend or kid that are, we're in relationship with mm -hmm. um, so that we can better understand them and we can know them a little bit more. Um, so we kind of talked about issues going on too long with the quiet person. And that's good for both partners to know, like the quiet person to acknowledge, oh, that does happen. And for, you know, the more extrovert, talkative person to say, okay, how can we how can we make adjustments? Um, yep. And you don't know how they really feel. You said that there's some things on trust and almost affirming like, hey, it's OK to change your mind. We can we can you can shift if you want. And to. it helps. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. So um, what's what's another reason or way that a quiet person ruins a relationship? Yeah. So this one is probably, you know, people may not relate to this fully, but I think it's something that's maybe, you know, what it's, I think it happens a lot. Right. And I say silence is violence. I think I got that actually from Iyanla. I can't remember if that's the case or not. But like I heard that term. I was like, you know what? What does that mean? Hmm. And after I started like understanding what, okay, you know what? The fact that you can almost withhold words as a form of like punishment. Yeah. Knowing somebody else needs some words. Could be a lo I love you or I apologize or understanding or clarity. Something that you like that's violence to that other person. Yeah. And if you gotta, if you think about it like that, you're like, well, I mean, you try to like, well, no, I'm not really being violent. Yeah, you are. And I had to say, I had to look at that and say, you know what? Hold on. Why? What I, I use that as a weapon, right? Knowing that understanding is needed. The only way you understand it typically is through communication. Mm -hmm. You write a letter, send an email, whatever, shoot a text. But the greatest form of understanding is talking it out. Yeah, I would definitely say that that is a true term, and I would I would think that. 
it used regularly would be the beginning forms of like um, a psychological or um, emotional abuse. Yeah. Um, that if you know that this person, because if we did it to a kid, let's say it's a, ch- a child mm-hmm. or your, you know, your son or your daughter and they do something like, look, mommy, I made this for you. And you just kind of like, mm, and walk away. Yep. You're, you're breaking their spirit. Yep. Um, so I think most people would agree like that's not the right thing to do, but some do that to their spouse. They do that to their partner. Quiet people do it all the time. You know what I mean? It's the fact we kind of take so much time in trying to get our words out or right or just like, okay, you know what? I don't want to put the energy into it. And like literally you're being violent to that significant other. Mm-hmm. Family member, spouse, whoever it is, like you said, kid. I think the guy, like I love the example with the kid, right? Because like we don't typically do our kids. Hopefully y'all parents ain't doing that. I hope not. Y'all kids coming, mommy, daddy, look, 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 look. And you turn your back. Let me think about that, what you're saying to look at. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of rough. Yeah. And we would look at that like, man, that's a horrible parent. Well, you could be a horrible spouse if you're doing that. Mm, so what would it look like in um, the spouse, the marital relationship? I think it, it looks like, you know, hey, we have this disagreement and we're trying to figure out, you know, and we can't really get to like an understanding of what the, what it should be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, probably the person that's that doing more, you know, the extrovert is doing a lot of the talking. The other person's giving a little bit and then they end up being done with it. Yeah. Like, okay, you know what? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Not really physically just tired of talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not physically tired. You're not physically tired, but you like, you know what? Just it's taking so much energy out. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. It probably is draining, you know, draining them to kind of like continue to like to use these words and come up with new words and come up with new explanations, new ways. It's like, that's a lot of extra. So what needs to happen? Because then the, the talkative person, they can become insensitive to the needs of mm-hmm. the quiet person to kind of go inside, have a moment, sit with it, think about it. Like, how, how does it work with these two partners? Because it's the, the axiom that we've talked about before is yeah. opposites attract and then they attack. Yep. So, you know, you have these two people you might have. And it, it's interesting to me when you have two nonverbal people oh, two yeah. quiet per- people or two Ooh. talkative people seen both of those yeah we have and how how you make that work you know because if two people are always talking then there's really nobody listening and if there's yeah. two people that are both quiet then nobody's really speaking up um but in the you know in the case that you have one talkative person and one quiet person how do you approach particularly conflict how do you do that i think i think both people have to raise their level Right. Of understanding. Level up, level up. Yeah. For real, though, it's like if I'm the quiet person, I have to say, okay, you know what? I have to be more talkative. Mm -hmm. If I'm the talkative person, I got to I'm married to a person or with a person that's a little on the quiet side. I have to be a little more patient and just really saying, okay, you know what? And hopefully that that patience doesn't, you know, go to the point where, you know what, you're just succumbing to what they want. Mm -hmm. But basically waiting a week or two days or whatever until the conversation has to be had. And a person that's, you know, that's bending up, that's quiet. I say, you know what? Maybe I can't have a meeting answer right there. Can you give me just, you know, a couple hours, half a day. Let's talk about when we get home after work. It has to be that. You know what I mean? It has to be verbalized. Yeah. Because, like, even, like, you know, let's say we was in a car, right? We was driving uh, back, you know, just from, you know, between the cities, whatever. And, uh, like, for you and we driving, you're like, you want to talk. And for me, I want to sit and just kind of just. I'm looking outside. I got, you know, you music, music in my going. ear. Not yeah. Typically it's not music, but it could be something I'm listening to something. Okay. But 
to me, that's like peaceful and like, like, man, this is good stuff. I'm enjoying my ride with my wife. Mm-hmm. And you like, we're not talking. We're just not enjoyable, right? And it's like the difference of like. Not always, because I ride in the car by myself, but I do get your point. Yeah. But I also look at it as. But not by yourself. We're talking about when we're together. Yeah. So, and I think that brings up an interesting perspective about what is quality time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because from what I'm hearing you say, somebody that's quiet might tend to look at quality time as being with one another. Yeah, it ain't talking. It's, you know, within somebody's presence and somebody that is. Um, more of a talker might look at quality time by having a really good conversation. Yeah, that's true. And so it it would be an interesting discovery for you and your spouse, for us to have conversations about what signifies quality. What what is quality for my partner? What do they get and give out of this time? Because then if you, if you don't know that Mm -hmm. you can end up being a taker all the time. And then every time we get in the car, you have to talk. Or every time, you yeah. know, you don't talk. And then you're just kind of like taking one partner could feel like, man, she's taking all my energy or he's taking all my energy or man, they don't really care because this is the only time we get to each other. Because yeah. that's what I would think when we'd be in the car driving from city to city and doing the different things that we do. Michael would be, he'd you know, he'd have some 90s R&B playing and he'd just be chilling. And I'm looking at like, gosh, we don't get a whole lot of time where it's just you know, us and having the option to, to yeah, connect and to communicate. So that's how I would look at it. And so I think that that's an, that's an interesting perspective yeah. about how, how you do that. Now, here's the, here's the, the question about mm-hmm. the silence is violence piece. How does somebody that does not see that, somebody that is a, a quiet person that doesn't think that they're being violent, that just thinks, I just don't want to talk about it, or I just am not... That's not my thing. How do they move past this? Or how do you help somebody see this mm-hmm. as a violent behavior? You, you, you send them this podcast. Oh, Lord. No, I'm saying okay. because it's going to be very hard for that spouse or that person to tell them, hey, you know, you're being violent. Mm-hmm. They're right. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I ain't laid a hand on you. I ain't said no bad word towards you. Mm-hmm. There you go with that talking. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know what I mean? That's going to be. But the understanding of saying, so you know what? Hold on. The example you gave about the kids and saying, hey, if your kid is asking for your attention, just, hey, mom, look, dad, look. And you kind of turn your back. The kid may cry. That's violent toward that kid. Yeah. And to understand that, like, hey, my wife or my husband has, you know, has similar feelings. Whenever I turn my back, when they come and we get something mm. and I don't give them a response yeah. or I delay it for a week or two weeks or whatever, half a day. And it's something really important. I'm kind of like, you know, I want to talk about that right now. And you continue to do it a few times. Okay, you know what? Yeah, you could be busy. But hold on, like every time, right. once a day, two or three times a day, once or two or three times a week, like, you know what? I need to go in my you know, my office and lock myself in there for, you know, I'm going to do work. But really, you just want to be just by to yourself and be quiet. Don't want anybody talking. <laughs> no kids talking. No wife talking. You don't want to hear the dog park. Yeah, you, you want to be alone. <laughs> like, because you want to be alone and just like meditate on your thoughts about the thoughts you had and the thoughts you want to have and the thoughts you're thinking about having and like, yeah. And like, who you going to share with? Nobody. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> it's the truth though. Me, myself, me, literally like, that is what a quiet person, like, we don't share with nobody. Mm. We don't. you like, so why are you thinking? Because I like thinking. I mean, what's the outlet? No, because I like to think too. Yeah, but you're going to tell somebody something. I'm a journal. Yeah. Even if I can't tell somebody something. No, you're going to tell somebody something, I'm a, I'm even snippets, fine. highlights. You're going to tell them. 
Why people? We don't even think you're not getting no highlight. So then what's the point of being in a relationship if you don't want to even talk? Well, because it's the connectivity, it's the companionship, it's to be able to, you know, you are it's trying like the to option of, but I'm not gonna do it. No, but like you don't under you I guess as a quiet person, you really don't fully understand the power of communication. Mm. You know what I mean? You really you really don't have a good grasp on it. It's just one of the flaws of being quiet or being that I mean, no, you got that quiet strength, you can walk, you know, can't nobody like get you out of your Zen mentality. You know what I mean? Somebody could say something. You know what? You quiet. You can say, okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. You might cuss them out in your head, but you ain't going to say it out loud because you don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just don't. don't. But, like, it's like so as if we don't really understand the power of communication with other people. Mm-hmm. We can do it with God. Mm-hmm. We can do it with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We might even do it with our kids. But we don't understand it outside of that to the full scope of, like, you know what? I got to communicate with people in order to really understand them for them to understand me. Yeah. I like how you said, though, you said it's this kind of quiet, this strength. It's you're mm-hmm. quiet, but you have a lot of, um, you know, self-control, which can be good and bad. You know, you can be, take it overboard, but you have this self-control and you have this sense of awareness about mm-hmm. yourself. And I would hate to see quiet people forced into talking because yeah. I see that in schools, you know, where there might be a quiet student. They think they don't know the information. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you didn't, you didn't raise your hand. Well, I doesn't mean I didn't know, or well, you're not participating. Right. You know, quiet kids will get scores lower for participation. It's like, Oh, I just, mm-hmm. I, I, that's not how I operate in the world. So on the last note, how can, what are, what are the benefits to the quiet person that's listening? Like, well, dang, like I'm all this, what what is great? You're a quiet person. I think yeah. you're awesome. So what is a what are the hey? This is something that's great about you. How can you use this quiet strength to benefit the relationship? Yeah, I think so. If if you if you're you know married in a relationship with a quiet person or your kids quiet whatever, I think one of the great things about a quiet person when they say something, they typically mean it. So you don't like when they do decide to say something like you didn't got to like guess. Okay, you know what they typically mean it. And like you didn't at least know they didn't thought about it. They didn't, you know, mesh it over in their head three or four times. And then they said it and they're like, okay, you can say, okay, you know what? They actually, this is something of value to them. Mm -hmm. And they may, they only may say it once. You know what? I really want to get me a shirt. And it's something like, you think that's like, get your shirt. No, that's something real simple. But to them, it's like, you know what? I told somebody that. Hmm. And like, if you don't respond to it, they were like, well, they, they won't say it again, but they still really want the shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of, My ears are going to be perking up now every time that you say, like, you know, I'll be like, what? What? You want a shirt? It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just something, yeah. Hmm. A little insight to quiet people. A little insight to quiet yeah. people. So thank you. Thank you for Absolutely. sharing your own experience yeah. with, with us. I'm trying and to share and help somebody. Our quiet and talkative listeners. Yep. So we, we're better learning each other. So thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And always check out our website for more content and resources. Excuse me. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fused with Tristan and Michael.